To watch what crap ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and I'm here with the one, the only, the most beautiful, the most expert VIP host in all of Charleston, <laughs> Mr. Ronnie Karam. He can tell us. Oh my God, you can like totally sell like $3,000 worth of <laughs> bottle service. <laughs> bottle service, but yeah, I'm pretty hot with how I look. So. Yeah. Pretty hot. You know, pretty I was like hot. fat, but that like, I was the only kid without pubes in my whole, my whole high school, but now I'm hot. So I'm pretty happy <laughs> with how it turns out. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we always talk about, <laughs> we're here to talk about all the crap on Bravo. Well, guess what? Bravo gave us more crap. Bravo is <laughs> Bravo is like a human after Thanksgiving, crapping extra hard and extra fast, okay? More crap than ever before. And here is Southern Hospitality, the perfect sort of turd of a show for us to get right into. Ronnie, oh my think? god, Southern Hospitality. Wow. Okay, look, I was expecting a lot from Southern Ho- I had a good feeling about Southern Hospitality. You didn't as much, you know? No. Like, um, I have to say, I've never seen a show come to Bravo with so much hate towards it right from the get-go. I was on Bravo's Facebook page, which, you know, is really known for having lots of positive people yeah. um, commenting on, on posts in general. So I know where I know the land that I'm in, right? So I go there. They have this Southern Hospitality coming tomorrow or whatever. People... I mean, there were only two nice comments out of, like, uh, over 100 comments. People were like, fuck this show, fuck Lava, I'm not watching this, I will never watch this show, fuck you, fuck Bravo, fuck America. I mean, they were pissed that this is even a thing. Um, You're all wrong, and I hope your stupid asses took yourselves to the TV, because this is an embarrassment to humanity that must be seen every minute of it i loved it yeah i was actually surprised ronnie watched it before me and um he was like it was really good i was like uh i'm just i wasn't i just i wasn't excited for it and not because of i i like leva actually leva is not a fan favorite which is why it's funny that she's getting a spinoff but um, I and I I've actually felt for a long time that like the the hatred towards Leva is like way disproportionate to like her offenses against you know humanity. But that being said, I was always surprised they were doing this, and I was like, oh, it's another stab at the Vanderpump Rules, you know, style of show. I mean, the Vanderpump Rule Vanderpump Rules isn't even a good Vanderpump Rules style show anymore. And um, uh, so I was like, this is gonna be bad. But you know what? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious. Because everyone was so stupid on it. And, like, that's really something that I need. You know, I, I I need people who think that they're, like, on top of shit, but they are just, like, stupid. And this this show, that's what this show is all about. It was just, like, also, a really big self-important group of people. Self-important is a very good way to put it. And I think it's, you know, because uh, 
people are comparing it already to Candy and the Gang because Candy and the Gang, which was the show about Candy's restaurant, OLG, was just canceled, right? And right. so people are pissed off about that because it was a good show, too. I really liked mm-hmm. Candy and the Gang. Um, but Candy and the Gang, one of the huge differences is that that show's funny on purpose. It's like they right. cast wacky people who are very entertaining and funny. And I really enjoyed watching them. I watched every episode of that one. This one is not funny on purpose. These are people who really think they're smart and that they're mm-hmm. deserving of everything that they have. And they also think that they're all very hot. And uh, <laughs> I, <do laughs> yes. I love a good homely cast that thinks they're supermodels. Okay. But they're really like, you know, just, I mean, I'm trying to think of a way that's not going to offend somebody out there who's like a diner waitress at a truck stop in the middle of the night. You know, like, n- not you personally, but Listen, just Jake, that type. Like that Emmy girl who's like, yeah, my boyfriend's hot. We fuck like five times a day. I'm like, Emmy thinks she's like a Kardashian, but she's Emmy. Like, I can smell the Benson and Hedges menthol from here, okay? Well, it's just that the way they just, like, talk about where they are. I mean... You're totally right about Candy and the Gang. Candy and the Gang was really funny, and they had, like, great characters on there. But it was more of a show that's played for laughs. And especially, we've said this before, we always have a hard time with um, with any show on Bravo that's, like, they're going for more of the comic angle as opposed to the soapy angle. So even if there's comic with soapy elements, it's, like, there's a difference between that versus, like, something like this, which is going to be more soapy and people very serious about Republic. Republic is <laughs> it is the hottest club in Charleston. They, like, are acting as if they have a prime real estate on the Sunset Strip <laughs> or somewhere in New York City or in Miami. That's, like, we have the hottest and only club in a minor city (laughs) it's like okay (laughs) they take themselves so seriously and i have to say leva i mean what a monster you know and i love it because leva takes herself so fucking seriously and she did on southern charm and i think that's why people don't like her for the most part is that she's like above it all and she thinks she's better than everybody else and everyone around her is an idiot and it works on this show because she's right but her version of being so above everybody else, it's like she's acting like she's fucking Fraser Crane, you know? Like, Fraser Crane is this real snotty guy, but at the end of the day, he's a dude, you know, on a bar stool, you know? Hey. And that's kind of her. She's like, oh, my God, we take it seriously here at Republic. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm okay, I love her. She comes in her like little business suit, mini skirt. You know, yeah. she's like, no one's gonna fuck with me. I'm a boss bee. I know, <laughs> and I think that like we've sat through like eight years of Southern Charm, which has cast Charleston in the light of this city that's both kind of a stuffy city of like a old Southern tradition, but also kind of a rumpled city. Um, by city, I mean like with rumpled people, <laughs> like like wearing t-shirts and jeans or like a patagonia vest and like baseball caps and you know that eating you know like just sort of like the vibe is not fancy club vibe the vibe is like drinking beer at like drinking craft beer or going fishing you know and now it's like welcome to the chicest club in all of chicest <laughs> club land the chicest club is republic in charleston south carolina it's like oh you want us to now believe that like <laughs> now all of a sudden like we, we're supposed to care about how trendy this club <laughs> this club is in like a city that you've documented as not being like a trendy city like that you know 
Yeah, so good. So we start with the, you know, kind of the intro of like, wow, guys, let's go. Leva says, let's go. It's showtime. And then Leva tells us, Republic has been a staple of King Street for years. Also, Leva has injected herself. She looks different. I mean, she really fell down the reality TV hole of just constant makeovers. You know, which I really like because basically what I'm trying to say, she looks great and she has a very crazy face. You know, it's like crazy. And well, this whole thing right here is fun. This whole sort of segment is funny because this is clearly when they take the sizzle reel. The sizzle reel is when you kind of make like a little like a kind of like a sampling of what the show would be to pitch it to the networks. So this is where they've taken the sizzle reel and tried to like integrate it into the regular show. So when Leva says this thing of like, Republic has been a staple of King Street for 10 years. She's like holding some champagne. She's in that blazer and she's standing in the club and people are dancing behind her, which is like not how they normally, they don't normally shoot um, an interview like that. And she's like, yeah, it's a staple of King Street. But then we never see her like that ever again. I was like, okay, that was from the sizzle reel. Yeah. And she's like, this is the hottest club in Charleston. A period. And then she says, no one has their VIP host. And then we see dancing beef jerky in bikini tops left and right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. It's like a fruit roll-up commercial if they had those back in she, the day. And she's- and this girl saying, because at this point, I don't know anyone's name. So it's all like, girl, girl with a dandelion tattoo on her arm. Other girl. So one girl's like, and now I don't remember who actually said what. But she says, like, um, yeah, no other club has our VIP host. I'm like, that's because there are no other clubs. Like, <laughs> what clubs are in Charleston? I know I'm probably wrong. I know there's probably a second club. But let's be honest. You would think that, like, Shep's Bar has a VIP host? No, I don't. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like King Street. You know, it's a hop in place. People go party there all the time. But, you know, it is like, come on, guys. So uh, they're like, yeah, to even buy a table, you need to know a VIP host. Meanwhile, this whole episode is literally people standing out on the street going, hey, come on in. Come on in, Republic. Republic. Republic's the best club on King Street. Come on. Come on. Come on. Improv show at 11. Improv show at 11. That's what I was going to say. They might as well be walking around with sandwich boards for crying out loud. <laughs> like juggling in the streets being like, yeah, two for one, two for one. Come on in. Come in. Some of bubbles. Yeah, you got to know someone to get in here. <laughs> and then it cuts to someone going, this is an ultra luxe bottle popping best night of your life kind of place. And then I said, Gold Blazer, which I think was Mikkel. He's like, if you're not having fun, I'll get in the middle of your party and make you have fun. I'm like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Don't get in the middle of my party. We're probably having a conversation about something. Like, our fun is talking about how much fun we're not having at this place. Don't you understand that? <laughs> Don't bring your positivity into my negative fun, sir. <laughs> um, so we see that, you know, the logo, Southern Hospitality. Thank God it's not called Loveland. My I, God. I keep calling it Leveland in my I was telling you before. I was like, every time I refer to the show, I go, Leveland. And now I can't I can't get it out. <laughs> but um uh yeah, she tells us, she's like, these kids party all night and then leave work and hang out all day. I'm like, well, they sound like they have no lives. That's terrible. Love it. So then um Maddie 
I think her name is Maddie. She's like the main girl. She's like, yeah. guys, she's like super serious. And honestly, she looks coked up the whole time. But her storyline is sobriety. So that's not really I nice know. to say. But I don't I mean so. it in the worst way. But my gosh, she is really like, guys, we are doing this. Are you ready? I have so many calls for VIP tables. She definitely looks like like someone who's in Dawn of the Dead. Like she was bitten at the mall, and now she's coming for you. But um, yeah, like I get that you stopped doing drugs, and honestly, congratulations in yes. all truth. But did you snort Chris Farley's ashes on your way to work today? Because <laughs> jeez, yeah they they take all this stuff very seriously, which is good. Which is good because they're employees; they should do that. But she's like she's sort of like um she's like an Olsen twin kind of um during a certain period of their lives. And so she's like the Olsen sister who's in the Marvel movies. What's her oh, name? Elizabeth she does. Kind of, yeah, she does have her kind of vibe. But like, you know, when she's, uh, you know, transitioning from the housewife into like the crazy villain, the black scarlet lady, the scarlet lady. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> the, scarlet, the, scarlet the Scarlet Witch. The Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I had to Google it. Oh, God. So I hate that I know that. So. She's like the Scarlet Witch with an Adderall prescription. Just <laughs> like, I, not only am I the Scarlet Witch, but I am the best VIP server. Imagine if that's what the Scarlet Witch's power was to sell out VIP tables and do bottle service. Yeah. She's like, people are literally texting me right now for VIP tables. I know. I would actually be, I would totally get back on board with Marvel if like more of those superheroes were just used to... Sell VIP Simple tables things. at Lovers Club <laughs> in South Carolina. Hunt Benedict Club. Cumberbatch is like, oh, really? Well, I can fill all of your punch holes on the VIP car wash list. <laughs> He's just Thor's the valet. Now, that would get me there for sure. <laughs> yeah, none of these guys are that, for sure. No. So, um, Levis like, good, hi, hi. I have to say, another observation, Leva looks like she doesn't work there or really know any of these people. What do you think? <laughs> it looks like she doesn't really do this. I know. I, I feel like Leva's, Leva feels like the boss. But um, it, but this opening scene here, when they're all gathered around, definitely felt like it was shot for the sizzle reel. Because it's like it felt like a bottle episode of a sitcom. They're all just sitting there. And like it was like a one act play. They're all everything like everything is like set up in this scene where they're all sitting there. So Leva yeah, it's their staff meeting, like their good old Vanderpump Rule staff meeting. Yeah, right. They're just, all in the bar sitting at tables. Yeah, and, and Leva's birthday's coming up. And so Maddie Maddie also has a very hoarse voice. Like she's only twenty four well, she says she's twenty four. Uh, but she's like she's lived some years in her throat. And I don't mean that in a sexual way. I just realized I did not mean it that way. But, I know. Uh, I'd like to read the rings on her throat for sure. Because <laughs> she says like, she's 24 and sober, but she's speaking 46 and like snorting Adderall. Just like, going to say it. Like, I definitely think she put up, put some hard time in like a Western bar in Wyoming for a few years, <laughs> like serving whiskey and beers. She's like, guys, 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 love us here. And I was like, hi, you ready, guys? You ready for this? And Maddie goes, she goes, Leva might own Republic, but I'm the, I'm kind of like the face of it. I was like, whoa. Was like, let's, this is a very intense face of a club that you're giving us right now. I know, I know. My comment was, her, and what a face. I know. Her eyes are like, she she really bulges her eyes. Or that might just be like what her eyes do, which is like, you can't make fun of someone for having 
bulgy eyes, but I can't. Uh, no, it's not her look. Eyes. It's her just like her character look. You know what I mean? It's like the eyes like popping, the eye jewels, the nose ring, the bad eye jobs, and you know, weird hair dye. I mean, it's and they're all wearing these like little tiny highlighter dresses, which I think only look good in club lighting because right now they all look fucking <laughs> insane at best. But like, but the thing is this though: like her eyes are like normal when she's just like walking around, but when she's like in her interview, she's it's like. <laughs> She just like her eyelids are so rolled back into her head. I mean, it's like it's like uh when the bodega is ready for business and the metal she's like goes up. It's like she's like, I'm the face of Republic. Like, Whoa. It's me, the face of Republic. And she's like, I mean, look at their Instagram. It's like all me. It's a lot of pressure at 24 years old. And then we see the Instagram and it's like, look, it's me, Maddie, spinning a record in front of a pink neon sign. Look, it's me, Maddie, getting gum from under a table. Look, it's me, Maddie, with one of my ankles up on the valet stand. I was like, you need... <laughs> What are they doing to this poor girl? My God. The public of Maddie. So then Maddie's like, hey, Joey Bottles, you're going to be Dr. Bottles tonight. And so now we meet Joe Bradley, our empty vessel of a, of a, of a human. <laughs> a very pretty, he's like a very pretty wine bottle that's empty. Like it's, that you've already drank from it. Yeah, he's like a very confused-looking person, just dead in the eyes. He's the one we saw him on Southern Charm when Leva had girls' night at Bobbles and Boots, or whatever it's called, Bobbles oh. and Whiskey Bobbles. And she's like, um, I need a lime. And he's like, well, we don't have lime here, but I'm going to go get you a lime down the street. She's like, yeah, that's the kind of service I get at my restaurants. <laughs> I remember that they went there, but I did not remember. Oh, yeah. Is that when they had the scene where she confronted, like, Vanita? It was, like, girls' night and, like, yes. and Naomi. Yeah. Wow. So, so then we hear from Joey. Um, and Joey has this, like, kind of way to, like, run his... I don't know if he's wearing, like, an inside ret- retainer, like, inside his I mouth. I think he might have a uh, one of the... I, I forget what you call it. Bi- is it a bilateral lisp? Like that a little, I think he just... It sounds like he has a little bit of a lisp. I don't know, he's got something going on, but he's like, people say I'm man candy, but I was not always the guy that girls were looking at. Like, I was definitely not a heartthrob when I was younger. I was short, I was chubby, I hit puberty late. Like, I was the only guy without pubes. But then, I got my braces off, and some pubic hair, my nuts dropped, now look at me. Things turned out pretty decent. <laughs> yeah! And that like, was okay, you're ago. cute. <laughs> yeah. you're cute but you need to calm down on yourself sir i know you know it's so i feel bad for him that like he spent so much of his life just wanting pub- like pubes and now you know he probably waxes everything off he's like i wanted this for so long i know i've got to say goodbye to you but um i like also- like are you are you during the monologue you're talking about how hot you are are you wearing your night guard like could you take it out while you do your i'm so hot monologue sir well, he goes, he also tells everyone, since he's going to be wearing this doctor's outfit, he goes, um, he's like, so I got a text about wearing a doctor's outfit, and I was like, what sort of shirt should I wear? And they're like, oh, you're not wearing a shirt. And then everyone at the staff meeting goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, God, it's Joe's telling jokes again. <laughs> Here's Joey Bottles refusing to wear a shirt again. So Lev is like, okay, guys, first off, 
obviously, I just want you guys to pay attention because it's not just a typical night at Republic. It's my friends, my business friends. And I know that we hold the bar high, but remember that, like, I need you to, like, stick to those standards because it's still the South. And, like, half of these ladies are going to be wearing Lily Pulitzer and you're going to be in Victoria's Secret. So make sure you're, like, you know, and she keeps doing this, like physical thing like she doesn't want them to slouch i guess i don't know what she's she's like yeah. dragging she's her like, knuckles on the ground it's like you know i don't know how to say this but Maddie's yeah, like, i don't want that i don't want that maddie's like so you heard it here first we have a whole bunch of pulitzer prize winning people coming in no 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 <laughs> lily pulitzer is different oh, okay commercials here comes one right now so Emmy, all of a sudden an alarm goes off and this girl, Emmy, goes, my birth control. And then Will, this this like this child looking bartender, a child bartender behind the, behind the bar who somehow is 28. It's uh, like I if Dennis like... the Menace carried around 24 packs of condoms, you know, <laughs> it's like I believe that he's lying about being 28 and I believe Maddie's lying about being 24, but he's younger and she's older there. That's my hot take. Maddie, um, there is no way Maddie is 24. There is no fucking way. I mean, she looks like she looks like sandpaper that got left out in the rain. There's no way that that girl is 24. And there is no way that he's... You're right, but he looks 10 years old and 60. I can't figure out which is the truth. <laughs> he, yeah, because he's sort of... Well, he has like a mature face, but he hasn't grown into the maturity of it yet. So it's a weird, like, strange dichotomy. So, um, so... Emmy needs her birth control now, so Will goes and gets it, and, and all the girls <laughs> sitting around are like, "That is so cute. That yeah, is so cute. cute. That's cute. Yeah, that's cute. Cute, cute, cute." <laughs> so Emmy, Emmy is saying, "Will and I have been like dating for six months, and like I'm definitely getting my money's worth out of my birth control because like me and Will have sex five times a day, and that's like normal. We have five, sex five times a day, which you will tell us five times an episode." And actually, Emmy kind of has like a gravel voice too. She's she? the one that I think's like a chain smoking Benson and Hedges kind of girl, you know. I don't remember and her voice. I just Will, what I felt like her personality was. Yeah, Will has like coke eyes and a boyish face, but might be fifty. Like we don't know. And Will's like, I love Emmy. Like I did my time single man. I mean, you hook up with fifty, a hundred girls, it gets old. I mean, you try everything on the menu and you know what you like. So, you know, it was a buffet. So he got fucked a lot of girls. Fucked a lot of them. So which dish is Emmy from the buffet? That's what I would like to know. Is she the jello? Is she she's the rice? Like, she's like that fried crab rangoon thing, like um <laughs> crab and cr- cream cheese wrapped in wonton skins and then Delicious. deep fried. <laughs> I would love to be the crab rangoon. <laughs> that's, that's my, if someone said I was the crab rangoon at the buffet, I was like, I have done it. I have, I have arrived. Uh, so love is like, um, and the last thing I want to add is you don't just work at Republic. You work at Republic DMG, which is like the entire group. And then we see shots of all our different exciting restaurants. Yeah. And um, uh, and then she's like, she starts telling us about them. She's like, because there's bourbon and bubbles, Mesu, first place, and Republic. And I want, you, listen, I want you to have such a good time in one of my restaurants that you'll just walk up the street to another one, which you'll probably do, because there's only four restaurants on the street. 
Uh, so she's like, guys, like I want like people, I want people to hook up with Boots and Bubbles. So then, like, if people are here, and then we can say, you know where you should go, Boots and Bubbles, and then you have to give them Grace's number, and then we can call Grace, and then we can say, Grace, people are coming to Boots and Bubbles. So we don't know who Grace is yet. So we get a shot of Grace Lily, a VIP <laughs> concierge, and she's taking selfies at the valet stand and trying to be all glamorous, you know. And she's one of those people who wears the big, huge eyelash glue-on things, but they're, like, too short to be on her eyes. Mm. They're, like, too long, but too uh, they're not wide enough. I mean, she's a disaster. This girl's a disaster, basically. And she's standing right under a sign that says um, self-storage, which I also thought was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> and by the way, I just want to correct you. It's bourbon and bubbles, not boots and bubbles. Although I feel like boots and bubbles was probably an early first draft of what it was called. <laughs> So, um, Mia, who who is Mia again? What? Mia is the hostess. She's a hostess. And she's like, um, I'm just confused. Like, why is Grace so unavailable? And then they, sh- they cut back to Grace taking selfies. And she's like, oh, my God, love this selfie. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Grace, if we have to, like, compare anyone to Vanderpump Rules um, archetypes, Grace seems like she might be the Sheena type. So... Will uh Will's saying like yeah she's taken like she's taken off the last five weekends to go on trips like oh my god and Maddie's like and when there's money like it's like you're not like you're not you're not there to work you're like not at work and there's like where's my money where's my money and so Maddie <laughs> tells us there was a time when Grace and I were best friends she lived at my house for a few months and boys would flood to us yes i said flood they flooded to us that means there were so many boys they actually created a flood and stormed <laughs> our house and we'd always be like cool let's go party but like as soon as i came into republic i grew very quickly because i'm good like that because i'm the face of the club and i took the reins and grew very quickly and she's just jealous which by the way <laughs> the whole episode every scene she's just jealous she's just, yeah, jealous. She's just, she's jealous. just jealous and they also say like that's the vibe they're always like, you know what, like, Grace Lily's vibe is like being on vacation all the time. That's her vibe. <laughs> um, so then Maddie's like, yeah, like, so, no, here's the thing. Like, she was my Joe Bradley before I had Joe Bradley. And then, like, you and I could sell out bourbon and bubbles, like, in a heartbeat. Right, Joe Bradley? Right? And he's like, yeah, I'm hot now. And Love was like, okay, but, like, in a workspace, I can't fire somebody just because you don't like them. Okay? So, this is a business. Leva goes, the rivalry between Maddie and Grace Lily was so bad that they were throwing water bottles at each other. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> water bottles. I had two drowned rats coming to work at the front of Republic, so I separated them. I was like, why don't you just fire them both for crying out loud? Yeah. So she did. She separated them. She had, um, well, she didn't fire them, but, you know, she she kept them on their continuous downslope in life, which I thought was fun. So she separated them. She has Maddie at Republic and Grace is down at Bourbon and Bubbles. So uh, they have to get back to work. And so someone sneaks in and it's Mikkel. Yeah. Mikkel walks in in the middle of the staff meeting and the music is like, boom. I'm like, what? What happened? So and everyone's then, looking at him, like giving him a dirty look. They're like, ew, Mikkel vibes. Mikkel, he's back. He ew, shut up. Mikkel. It's Mikkel. Ew. It's Mikkel, everybody. I he got suspended. Whoa. Kjell. Kjell. No, that was the birds control. We're horrified now. Oh, he's not jealous. Kjell. Not he's just Kjell. jealous. He's jealous. 
jealous. He's jealous. That's his vibe. He's got a jealous vibe. Knock you out. I heard he knocked over a display of shoes at the store. He's jealous. (laughs) So he waves at the staff and we just get the old bravo. As they give him dirty looks. And Bradley's like, I thought he got suspended. And Maddie's like, yeah, he got in trouble for promoting other clubs. <laughs> so Leva just sends Mikkel to the office. And then, like, there's a gay behind the bar, too. His name is TJ. And he's like, why is Mikkel here? And Leva goes, this is my business, right? Okay, so you have to trust my process. And if you don't trust that process, that means you don't trust me. And you guys are winning. And you're the dream team. And I want to make you guys a lot of money. But why is Mikkel here? Trust the process. But Leva, she's jealous. Leva's jealous. Why is Mikkel here? <laughs> and Maddie's yes. like, um, because she's a businesswoman and she sees the business of Mikkel, okay? And from my point of view, he was good. Like, uh, if there <laughs> was, was like a top campaign, he would be like 3,000 minimum for this table and they'd be like, okay, he blew my mind. Why are you arguing with people who aren't arguing with you? She's like, he is the best VIP server. <laughs> like, whoa. So then Joe Bradley's like, yeah, but if he really wants to be part of this company, he should be bending over backwards. He should have his tail between his legs. Like, why? <laughs> what? You're not in management. Why do you? You're going to be shirtless serving at shots. Why be like, well, if he wants to be part of this company, what's he talking about? He is manager, right? He's something. Like, he's, he's, he's some kind host. of manager. Yeah, yeah, So then um, we go to Leva's office and Mikkel's there. And so she's like, so how's it going, Mikkel? Listen, I want to be super clear. You were hosting a party for another space. Am I right about that? Okay, because I pay you to bring the party to me and you taking the party to someone else, that does not work for me. This is Republic, Mikkel. People... <laughs> People were like, where does Mikkel work? Does Mikkel even work for you? Lamar's not happy. I'm like, I love all these people that are really care about Mikkel. Like, I just imagine, you know, Leva walking to the supermarket, be like, Leva, is Mikkel working for you? I'm so confused. I was watching his Instagram and he was showing parties, but it didn't look like Republic, the hardest club in all of Charleston, the 75th largest radio market in the USA. Hey, so I saw Mikael on the Instagram, and I just want to say he was at another restaurant, and I just don't know if that if I just don't know that Mikael was born for corn. Okay, <laughs> I want to do something about. It. Thank you, Madison. I'll get right on it. I'm so embarrassed. My business is taking this hat. What's What's the deal with Mikael? <laughs> Listen, Naomi. I know I'm on top of it, Naomi. <laughs> Naomi. <laughs> um. So. We see a clip of Lamar hanging out with Naomi and Leva. And she's like, you guys, like, um, Mikkel was promoting something at a different club. And Naomi's like, <laughs> and Lamar's like, I can't even deal with this right now. Personally, I'm done. Done. So Leva come, tells Mikkel, if we're up to Lamar, I don't think you'd be here right now. You would literally be dead. You actually get murdered when you cross Republic. But I believe in second, third, and fourth chances, because that's just the person that I am. And I also, I learned from Lisa Vanderpump that you have to do that in order to keep the show on the air, okay? So I want you to grow. And by grow, I mean, not going to hire you back right now. So Mikhail's like, oh, man. She's like, he's like, I don't think Lamar knows how much I look up to him. 
And that's not just because he's much taller than I am, but like I look up to him knowing there's another black man who looked past how I walk, how I dress, the things that I said. And now he can't, now he can't even look at me. I'm like, you did not sell nuclear secrets to Russia. (laughs) I know. Well, he says that he was working for this new magazine and they hired him to promote their launch. And one of the events that they had out of multiple events was at a rival club. I mean, come on, the guy's got to eat. What are you? What is his I mean, salary? I'm sure he works on like commission or something. You know, I mean, the guy's. It's not smart. I, I'm it's not team smart McCall. of him. It was a stupid move. I mean, it, it is. It actually is the sort of thing that could get you fired. But they're also really acting like, like, oh no, like what you do. I mean, I think that if you like this guy so much and he does a good enough job for you, yeah, you suspend him and then you bring him back, and then that's that. He got he got reprimanded. He got in trubs. So he's like, well, I want to prove that I can sell thousands of dollars for you, Leva. And she's like, "Um, I'm glad that's your goal, but that's not happening anytime soon. You are suspended. Yeah, because I'm the person putting my money on the line and giving you time. I don't give that to anybody, kid. Okay? You got some Leva time. Do you know what that's worth? (laughs) Yeah. Because that's time that I'm not spending in my kitchen making cookies with my child. <laughs> so, um, I mean, she I know, is... all those all those scenes of Leva, Leva being incredibly busy during Southern Charm. <laughs> I know. So then uh, now we have Maddie running the rest of the staff meeting and she's like, OK, it's going to be slam tonight. OK, P.S. and G.S. and er- oh, sorry. P's and Q's. <laughs> Mind your P's and your Q's, okay? And I don't want to see you guys on your phone, so pop the fuck off. Whoa. Oh, guys, just a reminder that this is Republic and one of the premier clubs. We're getting more Casa Azul in tomorrow. Yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> tell your friends. Guys, tell your friends we ordered Coronas, okay? <laughs> tell your friends. <laughs> Republic is going off tonight. Off. So now, like, the servers, now they're doing all the, those annoying things, like lighting champagne bottles and carrying signs with the club. And one thing that I did that Bravo did not want us to do because they went through this very quickly. But every time, like, if there was, like, a line of people outside, all you have to do is pause. Just pause, pause the, the TV or the laptop and just look at the people in the line or look at the people who are actually coming to the club. It's like guys in Tommy Bahama shirts and shorts. Like so many guys in shorts <laughs> in ratty t-shirts. And they're like, this is the hottest club in all of King Street. I'm like, mm. <laughs> They're all holding coupons for wings, you know? It's like, do not just show them from the neck up. Neck up, please. They're all chefs. It's a bunch of chefs in Austin's. Yeah. So now it's Sunday morning. Well, we see that, you know, the party throughout the night. It's a lot of like sparklers and bottles, you know? It looks well, like a lot of terrible bachelorette parties, is it what it looks like. And then, you know, and Leva goes, I don't hire people that just check the boxes. I want people who can help keep the party going all night long. And then it's like 2 a.m. Time to go home, everyone. <laughs> so then it's Sunday morning, and now we're at Grace Lily's parents' house, and she's just. <laughs> There's dream catchers everywhere, and her it's like her little girl room, you know, yeah. but with like dream catchers and thongs. And she's like, <laughs> oh my God, I need coffee. I don't want to even be up right now. One of her eyelashes is like hanging off the top lid. You know? Yeah, and she gets out of bed, and she's in pajamas, but she's turned the top part of her pajama into a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> she went to sleep in a crop top pajama. So Grace Lily tells us, 
I've always known that I was someone, even when I was younger, my mom, she said that I was like a genetic explosion. I was something special. <laughs> I used to have six arms, in fact. I was such a genetic explosion. <laughs> I just knew I was somebody. <laughs> and she's trying to make coffee, and she's like spooning it into the coffee filter, and she's like, four cups? So I think that four cups equals ten cups? I don't know. It's like, whoa, real genetic explosion (laughs) over there. And then from her trying to figure out the the coffee scoops, she goes, I am a star. I even walk like I'm a star. And And the producer producer says, how does a star walk? And she goes, you walk with your feet in front of you, with your titties up and your chin up, and don't look anyone in the eye. Because if you don't look at them, they look at you. (laughs) Well, how do you know if they're looking at you? You're not like How has this girl not been run over yet? <laughs> I'm a star. I'm a genetic explosion in the star. A star explosion. I'm a supernova that's a star that walks and doesn't look at people. Uh, so then we, while she, she talks about her confidence, she's hula hooping with an LED. <laughs> in the living room. She's like putting on a variety show or something. And she goes, I am a southern belle. I just have that je ne sais quoi about me and the producer goes oh parlez-vous francais she goes uh i don't know it's like je ne sais quoi is that like french or something (laughs) and she just laughs and scrunches her hair she's like yeah i don't know french but i think it's a good word so i say it so then her mom twin comes in i mean it looks from the hills. <laughs> it looks just like her, and she's holding like a little black fluffy dog, and she's like, Hi, honey, are you hula hooping without looking anyone in the eye like mama told you, little big bang? She goes, How's your practice it going? And Grace goes, I can't get it. I'm like, Wait, so you've been practicing hula hooping and you can't get it? Like, this is a, your thing? Like, it's hula hoop practice time right now for her? I can't get this one move, Mom. She's like, oh, man. She's Mom, I love you, and I love living with you. I don't want to go, Mama. She's like, I know. Rent's very expensive. She goes, yeah, but Levis really put me in this situation where I can really make money. And then it cuts to her in front of the restaurant in the street going, hey, 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 Boots and Bobbles, Boots and Bobbles, come into Boots and Bobbles. You buy some wings and drink some things, boots and bubbles. Come see the one and only genetic explosion of Charleston right here in Boots and Bubbles. Come on in, bourbon and bubbles. <laughs> buy two bottles and explode your genetics all over me. Come on in. <laughs> Who wants to see a marvel of DNA and lady parts? Come on in. So um she's like lev has given me this opportunity and i just don't want to let her down and then she tells us i just you know what i felt too big for charleston people are envious of me because they're like stuck in this like small town doing the same mundane shit that's right mundane (laughs) i'm not only a genetic explosion i'm a pronunciation explosion mundane (laughs) and i'm i'm over here worldwide living it up some people just don't do that it's not my fault that they're mundane yeah, and then it shows her, like, traveling. She's like, look, here I am by a swimming pool. Look, here I am by a swimming pool, but it's a different swimming pool than the other swimming pool. Sorry, I'm well-traveled, idiots. And she goes, 
Yeah, like, my presence is the present. You know that, mama. And she's like, yeah, honey. Yeah. <laughs> so then she starts talking about how Maddie was her best friend. And she's like, we had, like, so much fun together. And, like, but Maddie has always been a little competitive with me. And I started working at Republic four years ago. And she saw me in that role that I had. And she wanted that role. So she took VIP manager. And after that, our friendship was, like, completely different. <laughs> Oh, God. So she's like, Mama, I feel like I've been transcending. I'm like this beautiful caterpillar that opened its wings and then exploded their genetics all over this city. Uh, Technically, caterpillars don't have wings. It's the butterfly has wings. (laughs) She's the biggest fucking idiot I've seen in a long time on this channel. And I am so proud. I'm like proud. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So now we go from Grace Lily's parents' house to Will's parents' house. So Will is uh, Will's there, and Bradley's coming over. And Bradley is another VIP host slash personal trainer. So Will tells us that he grew up in Charleston, and he says he has dreams of being a lawyer, and he wants to apply to law school someday, but right now he lives with his parents. So, you know, for You're those 50. One- <laughs> What'd you say? You're 50. Like, how old are you, Dennis the Menace, with, like, a splooge problem? Who, when are you planning to go to law school exactly? Is that something you can just pick a number out of a hat and get in? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I'm seeing a lot of, um, a lot of effort being made to work on those LSATs. <laughs> <laughs> I love a guy getting out of bed in his childhood bed. It's, like, too short, and it's really small, <laughs> you know? It's not even like a queen size. What do you call it? Like a full size, I guess. A twin size bed, like the one I'm sleeping on right now in my childhood bedroom while I'm here in New York. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to be a lawyer one day. Uh, so he's like, yeah, um, you know, I mean, this is a beautiful house and it does come with free rent. And I get to work with some of my best friends at the coolest bar in town. So the guys all come over and take off their shirts and work out with those like brick things yeah they're all working out it's sort of like an abercrombie ad it's like very much abercrombie slightly sean cody don't look that up at work people don't look that up at work (laughs) not safe for work sean cody so then um so then bradley tells us that he's like working on his personal training business when he's not at the club and he says my style of training is like a mousetrap i lure them in a bit with some sweetness and then bam I bring the hard shit. So uh, don't hire him. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out that means push-ups. So TJ, who's the gay, which I love that there's a gay, he's like, and he is in love with all the guys too. It's so funny. He's like, I'm so happy for him. Never been happier for a a gay on Bravo than for Me too. I was actually happy for him. And he's so funny how he's just so open with it. He's like, you know, I think there's this unspoken expectation of how to look at Republic. And Will's like, yeah, there's a lot of muscles, but I'm the best looking. And Joey Marbles is like, overall, I'm the best looking guy at Republic. Come in. Look at me. I have pubes now. You just called him Joey Marbles? (laughs) (laughs) But it's like so apt. Like, he is Joey Marbles. (laughs) Joe Bradley, his name is. Yeah, Joey Bradley Bottles or whatever. There's, there's a Bradley, but then there's also Joe Bradley. But either way, he is very much Joey Marbles. 
No, and uh, TJ continues. He's like, I mean, look at Bradley. Look at his muscles and his skin. And then look at Will's classically handsome face. Oh, my God, they're so hot. Yeah, he's he's just waiting for the group orgy. He's like, I've seen it happen before in the <laughs> movies. Well, the adult movies, but it could happen. By God, I just have to mm. wait around long enough. Yeah. So um, then we go to Maddie and Mikkel shopping together. And Maddie's like, oh, my God, this is my spot. Oh, my God, look how dirty my shoes are. First of all, what size shoe are you? He's like, I got a big penis. I'm a 12. Oops, did I say that out loud? Ha, 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 ha. like, ha, ha. I love Mikkel. He's always a good time. Like, he's always wanting to have fun. Hey, what size shoes are you? Big penis. Ha, ha, ha. Every time I laugh. I laugh every time. <laughs> So Mikhail's like, I need to get back to Republic, like financially. Like, I need to be there. Yeah, because like I'm like, I lived in my grandma's house growing up and like I slept on the floor some days. So like Republic was a life changer for me. Okay. Ever since I worked at Republic, I've been on yachts, I've traveled. It's like, do I want to go back to Republic? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So then back to the guys. Will's like, guys, I have watermelon and raspberries that my mom laid out for us. So anybody want to eat? We should take off our shirts. So they take their shirts back off. And Joey's like, we're competitive guys. So if one guy has his shirt off, we're all taking our shirts off. Like, deal with that. And he says... Every doll. So they start talking about Mikkel. He has no loyalty. Mikkel, did you hear about Mikkel? Did you see Mikkel? Mikkel's buying shoes right now. Did you hear about that? Oh my God, he's buying shoes. <laughs> so Joe's like, every dollar that Mikkel sends to another club is a dollar taken away for Republic. And it hurts the business. It hurts Leva. It hurts me. It hurts my sales. I will never, never go against Republic. I'm like, whoa, dude. <laughs> So he says that he likes Maddie. They've got a glimmer. They've got a glimmer, guys. And he's like, yeah, and I like haven't fully told her yet because like I never know how she feels about someone. How do you not know how Maddie feels about someone? Maddie is all about, oh my God, do you know how I feel about you? Totally love you. Great friend. Like, of course you know how she feels about you. She's not into you, Joey. Yeah, right now, sir. She's not. She's not. She's not into you. So he's like, I'm just afraid that like she's gonna slap me after I go in for a kiss, you know. And so when Will's just like looking, sort of smirking, he's like, he's being a pussy. Like, 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 I think he just should go for it, be a man, and go in for. And the two, Will and Joe, are sitting there shirtless, right next to each other, and they literally. I mean, they really do look like they're in a in a porno. (laughs) It's like it's really insane. I love that Will's like, in my mind, if you want something, you go after it. And if you don't go after it, you don't really want it. I'm like, you're like a 50-year-old who just woke up in his childhood bed and is serving raspberries that his mom laid out to his friends. Are you really the one to lecture people on goal setting? I know, says the man who says he wants to be a lawyer and he's <laughs> currently doing push-ups <laughs> in his backyard with his fellow bartenders and VIP hosts. So um, so then Mikkel is now talking to Maddie back at the store. And he's like, I know that Joe is obsessed with you. And Maddie's like, he's a good guy. And he, like, works really hard. And he's really nice to me. And he goes out of his way for me. Which, by the way, generally speaking, when a girl says he's really nice to me and goes out of his way for me, means, like, I wouldn't touch him with a five-foot pole. Disgusting. <laughs> that was one really long way of saying, yeah, I don't like him. Right. Um, she's like, I mean, Joe Bradley with me, like, got to the place where he earned the respect from my bosses, my family, my friends. So, like, yeah, I mean, it would be convenient to be in a relationship with Joe. 
<laughs> wow, what a romance. So then um, back to Joey. Joey's like, wait, are we at the bar now? Oh, now yeah. We're, so, now we're at Bar Felix. So now it's like a whole oh, other scene. And oh Joe, God. Joey Marbles, is at, is at Bar Felix. And Maddie comes in to meet with him. And she's like, I'm not drinking. And Joe says, when I tell people that you're sober, the look of shock on their face, everyone is jealous. Like, you're having the most fun at the party. And you're sober. And she's like, yeah, when I was using, the only thing I, I cared about was using. That's all I cared about. Because I was a popular girl in high school, but you never know what people are struggling with behind closed doors. For instance, they might be struggling with the door itself. Yeah, we had terrible doorknobs growing up. I hated it. And for me, another issue I was dealing with was addiction. Yeah, like I had my first drink at 12 and my parents had to buy a breathalyzer and then I had to switch to things like drugs. And so she talks about how she's sober now um, and she's happy being sober, but it wasn't always like that, you know, and it's been eight years, which is great, That's, especially in that environment. I don't know how you can keep that up. In and that, that world. young, too, to be honest. So she's talking about this, which is all great. Like all jokes aside, it's all great. And then yeah. but they're sitting there and there's like a. It feels like they're like at a coffee shop, but it's also a bar. And either way, the bartender slash barista is like this hipster girl who cannot stand these people. And then Maddie's like, hey, by the way, I'm Maddie. This is Joey Marbles. We work the front door at Republic. You should come by. We'll take such good care of you. And she's like, great. That looks, that'll be super fun. I, I love going to Republic. I'll see. You. Yeah. Bye. Oh my God. Don't drink that. You'll taste her jealousy. Jesus. She's just jealous. She's just, <laughs> She's jealous. just jealous. <laughs> so um, they talk about what they're looking for in their life. And she's like struggling to, not struggling, but she's stayed sober for so long around all these temptations. And he's like, yeah, well, there's like 3,000 of the same girl here. And they're all named Kelly. And they all want a family and a golden retriever. But that's why you stand out. <laughs> Meanwhile, the bartender's like, well, thanks. My name's Kelly, and I just bought a golden gold retriever. Thanks. I come to your club, Republic. So, but I like that he's talking to, like, a skinny, pretty blonde girl. He's like, you know what I hate? All these skinny, pretty blonde girls who just... <laughs> That's why you stick out. You have a dandelion tattoo on your arm. That's pretty yeah, hot. Totally. So um, so then Joe, show, Joe and Maddie, they've always been good friends. And like he just like doesn't want to do anything that would affect their chemistry that they allegedly have, but not enough chemistry to actually start dating, you know? He's like, I want someone to grow with. We can be like a power couple. <laughs> yeah. A power couple of VIP hosts at the, at the club in Charleston. Yeah, I'm going to grow with somebody with sparklers and bottles. She's like, yeah. So then Imagine we go a to... a world where we both are holding up the sign that says, Happy Birthday, Lava. <laughs> so we go to Emmy's apartment. This is the beef jerky who's dating Will, um, the guy who's lives, living with his parents. So they wake up in Emmy's apartment. This is also how we know that Emmy's not 24 because she's in Charleston and lives in her own apartment. Yeah. Okay. So okay. she's like, ah, good morning. Ah, I need some makeup. Don't even look at me. Uh, and uh, she's like, yeah, me and Will, we're still in our honeymoon phase. Like, we have sex in the morning, and then we have sex in the afternoon, too. It's like, I thought it was five days. You're already slipping, Emmy. You're already yeah, slipping. Yeah, five times a day. She's like, well, sometimes it's both. Although, we've never had sex at work. Like, not even first or second base. Yeah. And that's like the scene. That's like all it is. Yeah. So, so then we go to Bourbon and Bubbles. Mm -hmm. It's Monday at 1030 and Grace Lily is talking to a customer. She's like, 
I absolutely love your outfit and your eye gems. What is your name? Sophia, I'm Grace. Nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> at Bourbon and Bubbles. <laughs> you jealous bitch. At Bourbon and Bubbles, I am the VIP concierge. So when people come in, I make them feel special. Like wow, I'm sure that it, I'm sure everyone feels super. You are so cute. I love your eyes. And by the way, when Grace Lily is saying this thing, like I'm, you know, I'm I bring people in. I create the atmosphere. I'm the head liaison, you know, because I look good and I bring people in and try to get people to buy bottle service and create a vibe. You know, she's not telling us that. She's telling some random guy who's standing there <laughs> stuck in a conversation with her. He's like, uh, can I just? Order my drinks. Yeah, it looks like a customer. She's like, that's why I'm the concierge, because look at me. I mean, I'm hot. I sell people bottles. Have I talked about your iGems yet? You just got Grace Lilied. <laughs> hey, you want to see me do some hula hooping? Okay. Oh, shoot. We don't have a hula hoop. Okay, pretend there's one around me. Now watch. Oh, damn it. It fell. God, even She's... my imaginary ones I can't keep on my hips. She tells us they just love my energy. I mean, who doesn't want a hot fun girl to party with? Your eyelashes hanging off. Like, you're a mess. <laughs> you are a mess, ma'am. So Maddie, so comes, Maddie over. comes over. She's like, can we talk for a sec? <laughs> we had a meeting at Republic, and Leva was there, and we were talking about sending business up here. And Bourbon and Republic, it's just like, Bourbon and, I mean, Bourbon and, and Bubbles is, like, doing good and, like, Republic with Republic. And you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're a team. And at one point, you and I had that. And I don't know why we can't have that again, you know? Teammate stuff. And Grace is like, well, I think we had a miscommunication. And I feel responsible for that because I probably was so focused on people being just jealous of me that I wasn't really hearing what you said. <laughs> so he goes, but, like, I don't even see you. Like, we don't hang out. It's, like, weird. Like, I just feel like there's, like, been this, like, animosity since, like, 2020. No, um, I don't watch cartoons anymore. No, not animation. Animosity. <laughs> Is that the one with Barbara Wawas? No, that's a different news show. 2020, the year. <laughs> I like that they phrase it like, oh my God, we haven't talked since 2020. Wasn't this shot in like 2021? You know? <laughs> so um, Grace is like, okay, well then fine. Let's start with Tulum. Because I thought the guys that we were hanging out with were total trash. There, I said it. So now Maddie gives us another interesting wrinkle into their into their backstory. She goes, well, when Republic closed over COVID, Grace, Lily, and I decided to move to Tulum together. And guys would take <laughs> us out to dinner and take us on planes and boats. But if a guy paid more, like me more attention, she'd flip the fuck out. Like, let me have one. I'm like, wait, can we talk about the fact that in the middle of the global pandemic, you guys just went out somewhere <laughs> to get to dinner by guys? How many super spreader events did you guys cause? <laughs> They moved to Mexico to party every day. So Grace is like, well, you have your type, ugly, and I have my type, hula hoop aficionados, and we shouldn't fight over men, ever. And I feel like that was one of our biggest disagreements. And so Maddie continues. She's like, when Republic opened back up, Leva needed one person back to open up, and I got the call, and Grace didn't and then we cut to grace and she's like well i am og republic and she took my job and i'm like not okay with it <laughs> so grace wants to go back to republic because you can sort of see that republic is the more fun place to work because bourbon and bubbles is kind of sad it's just like again it's like old, older men in jeans it's like thomas ravenel's who just like finished like 
doing something administrative and they've now come to get a drink. So Maddie is like, she's like, so like, um, like this is your summer, dude. I'll send tables to you all day, but also you're not at work. And she goes, I am at work. Look, I'm here right now. This is not a hologram. I don't think it is. Is it a hologram? <laughs> oh my God, I'm into Loom still. I knew it. Hold on, let me check my stories. Yep, my stories. I'm here at work. Look. <laughs> Look, everybody, it's Maddie, the sad one who got sad that I got more boyfriends than her into Looms. So Grace Lily's like, I am at work. And then Maddie goes, Yeah, but I've been to Martini Mondays and you haven't been here. And she goes, I know, I know. <laughs> But it's because I've been doing more soul searching, okay? And I just can't please everyone. Like, it's literally impossible for Grace Lily to please everyone. Hi, this is Grace Lily. I can't come into work tonight. I'm soul searching. Okay. Okay. Uh, And Maddie just shrugs like, what the fuck? And she goes, I need to focus on me. Okay? She goes, yeah, but that needs to change. And she's like, my life does not revolve around work. Like, I have a good balance between work and play. Like, some people think I don't, but I do. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's like, I like that Grace Lily's arc is that she wants to work more, but she doesn't want to focus on work. <laughs> so <laughs> She, want she to wants work. to work more, but not at work. Yeah. <laughs> but she wants to soul search more. So now it's finally Leva's birthday. And so now she's in glam with someone named Mac. And then uh, Joe, Joe, Joey Marbles. I'm just going to call him Joey Marbles from now on. <laughs> He's like, I probably need to shave. His face is like, <laughs> it literally has no hair. No hair. It's so funny. It's like a little kid who puts on shaving cream, you know, and your dad's like showing you how to use the back of the razor to pretend you're shaving. It's like, like Macaulay shave. Culkin had more hair on his face in Home Alone than this guy did. So then we cut to Maddie going, I'm so tired. And then uh, everyone's just getting dressed and trying on looks. And Mikkel's trying on looks and everything. And and Grace, turns out Grace and Mikkel have a relationship because they've known each other since junior high. And she's like, well, he was singing at the church. I was meeting boys in the backseat of the car doing bad things. <laughs> Soul surgeon. It's like, well, I'm a little nervous considering that everyone has tension with me because they're all jealous. And he's like, um, yeah, well, you know, I'm a little nervous too because no one seems to like me over there right now. And she's like, well, we just got to go in there. We got to hold our heads high and we got to get this hula hoop on blue and get it twirling around <laughs> our left. He's like, no, please leave, the, please leave that at home. It's like, we listen, we're just going to walk like stars. Okay, here we go. Follow my lead. Ow! Into a wall again. <laughs> Gotta have to remember, don't look at people. Do look at doorways. Feet in front of me. <laughs> so 45 minutes until the party. And Joe's like, all right, guys, the party's about to start. So listen, the people who are not that well-dressed and like the the younger crowd, put them in the back. And um, So like Chef and Austin. Oh, they're yeah. the older crowd. They're both the older crowd and the not well-dressed crowd. What section do they go into? <laughs> So someone's like, oh my god, this sign says happy 42, but Leva forgot she's turning 43, you guys. <laughs> and then um, Leva shows up to micromanage stuff, and she's like, I said I wasn't going to show up early because I just wanted to feel like a client, but then I decided I did not want to wear a Tommy Bahama shirt, so I came in early so I could feel like the manager. <laughs> 
So everybody's like, oh my god, it's Levis' birthday, game time, game time, game time! So then Joe's like in his shirtless, but with the doctor's jacket on outfit. He's like, step of my office, it's about to get really hot in here. What, do we understand yet why he was in a sexy doctor's outfit, or is that just like... It's just something sexy to wear. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's sense. very like this whole everything they do is sexy, which I think is so funny that they shot this like a month out of COVID. And they're <laughs> like, you know what people would really like? A doctor. <laughs> yeah. And then we, he's like, there again, we see a lot of the sparkler stuff and it's like, hottest club, hottest club. And then there's a guy fully wearing a Guinness t shirt and wearing cargo shorts right on screen in the club. So then, um, so then some girl's like, is there a doctor in the house? He's like, oh, yeah, right here. A doctor with so much hair on his face, he just had to shave. Come on, girls. <laughs> so we see Leva's friends, Mar- Marcy. Who <laughs> <laughs> here just had a baby. Hey, is, hey, you're a doctor. Are you an OBGYN? <laughs> and then Naomi comes in. She's like, <laughs> and... um. You know, basically Olivia, the ladies come. Yeah, Olivia. Madison. The whole gang, except for Catherine. And Vanita. And Vanita. No, Vanita. Yeah. So um, Grace is like, well, I'm going to have a drink. I'm thinking some Ace of Spades or some Vuv. And Will is... Wait, which one's Will? Will is the uh, lawyer bartender. Oh, right, right. Dennis the Menace. He's like, like, we don't have Ace of Spades. That's expensive stuff. I mean, Grace wants Viv. I'm just going to pour her Prosecco. She ain't going to know the difference. And she's like, I always want the best. (laughs) Will's like, Grace the lead does not have a refined palate. She will never know. (laughs) Case closed. Very close to being a lawyer. Oh, so then let's see. Um, Lamar and Leva Mikkel, show up. There's yes. more people. This is where Madison shows up. This is a party up. party, you know, party party. So Mikkel comes and he's like, he's getting gel of Joe because he's watching Joe pour all the shots and be Dr. Shots or whatever. And he's like, Joe thinks he's like the boss of Republic, but he doesn't know how stupid he looks. You look like the doctor from a porno movie, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's not the best example. <laughs> so besties look to this episode. Yeah. So then drama because Maddie's ex Trevor has shown up and he has arrived with a backwards baseball. He has a baseball cap on that's backwards and he has sunglasses over the baseball cap <laughs> as if he was just walking around all day and he never got a place to put down his sunglasses because it was nighttime so now they just rest on top it was terrible it was like i was like why why are you letting these people in here i mean stop talking about how you're the hottest club and then you're not enforcing any sort of dress code yeah he's like very senior frogs yes um so joe is telling us like i mean look at that guy and now joe's talking with his arms completely out at us like his hands are like kind of coming towards the camera it's like he's shimmering but his arms are outstretched i don't know how to explain it but he's like this guy is the last guy i want to see this douchebag under the dress code what is he wearing where did he come from and it cuts to maddie going trevor and i were dating last year and very quickly we made a life together we were gonna work with each other we were going home with each other we're having great sex trevor brings out the wild side of me and then i get a text message from a friend he's cheating on you i was like 
when he cheated on me, I felt betrayed and hurt. Hey, you know why? Because you were betrayed and hurt. When people say shit like that. When he cheated, I felt betrayed. <laughs> I could not believe this man with his baseball cap backwards and sunglasses on top of them as if the baseball cap was also his hair. I can't believe he did this to me. I could not believe it whatsoever. He fooled mm. every person in that establishment including me. You do not cheat on someone in Republic, okay? Because every moment you spend cheating on me with another girl, it's a moment that Republic is not earning money, and all the money goes to Republic. And this is one of the problems with these shows, because they're all so much younger. You know, like, I could be everyone's father, really. Auntie, at least. And you're just like, come on. Like, it's fun to make fun of you, but at the same time, I want to go there and just grab her by the ear and go, we're leaving, young lady. <laughs> well, what are you thinking? I mean, she's, of course, this guy's showing back up because you're on TV now. He knows you're shooting a TV show tonight for Love's birthday. So who shows up? to get on the cast, your fucking ex who treated she treated you like crap, and she immediately falls for it, and she's like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to Miami, Trevor, to see John Summit. Do you know who John Summit is? He's like, <laughs> is with that the, the best hunting as... method, firecrackers up a frog's ass. Yes, that's it. I thought we were going to go see Tom Pinnacle. No, John Summit. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what? We've been having small talk lately. And there's a connection there. I'm like, I thought small talk is the epitome of not having a connection with someone. <laughs> but the then weather? she even... It's good. She... <laughs> yeah, I like this weather. Me too. Oh my God, we have such a connection. I'm like, you don't I'm have pregnant. a connection. I'm pregnant now. <laughs> you have... You have, he's horny and he's love bombing you and you need that in your life. That's your connection. Oh, right it's just so sad because he's like, yeah, I know who Summit is. And she's like, oh, really? Well, um, maybe I could buy two flights instead of one. You're even going to buy his flight? Come on, Maddie. So then other, there are two other girls. One is named Lucia. I don't know the other girl's name or maybe, maybe the other girl was Mia. And they're just like talking on the side. They're kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> they're like sidekick characters and they're like oh yeah look at that I can't believe she's going back with him can you believe she's going back with him what do you say about that that's crazy well I bet the makeup sex must be phenomenal huh digmatized for sure okay and scene new set and comes on it was it was so musical theater um, so then Maddie is talking to Bradley and he's like, oh, great. That guy's back. She's like, well, I mean, like everyone had like such a part in our relationship and like here he is back again. And he's like, yeah, but he's already publicly embarrassed. He went so. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he wouldn't do it again. What? I don't understand. And so then a lady, then someone. <laughs> Mia. Mia. It's Mia okay. again. They just keep cutting to Mia every time they, they need a gossip. They cut to Mia, but they never put they put her name up on screen like once. And so she's like, well, I think women are attracted to bad boys because there is a chase with bad boys. Well, thanks. Thanks, Mia, for your bombshell insight into <laughs> the situation. Um... So then the party's going on, and uh, Mikkel sits down with Grace, and nobody likes him, right? So they're just sitting alone together. And he's like, yeah, this is really weird. It's like, no one's really welcoming us with open arms. And she goes, yeah, you know why? Jealous. They're jealous because we, like, connect with so many people. Such a, like, jealous vibe. <laughs> I mean, if you're you and people don't like that, fuck them. Am I right? God, we connect so well. Jealous to Lynn. Hashtag. I do my hashtags so, with the ends of my hashtags, by the way. I don't know if you know that. Ha jealous hashtag. Anywho, so, people are jealous of my hashtag placement, but that's just them. Jealous hashtag, hashtag jealous. 
So Maddie comes in with the happy birthday love sign, and they're all singing happy birthday. So she's holding up the like, don't do it, Brittany sign, basically. Right. And Joe goes, look at her. Maddie's a rock star. <laughs> she really stands out in the crowd. Yeah, because she's carrying a huge fucking sign and sparklers, <laughs> and she's in a highlighter yellow dress. I mean, come on. I know. And Gwyn's is there at this point, and she's just standing there clapping. I'm, I'm sure at this point, Maddie's her... They, her name's probably Madison, but they're like, we cannot have a third Madison on this show. Okay, we got Madison, we got Gwyn's, and we got Maddie. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> so Mikkel is now um, telling Brad, Bradley, and Lucia that like once Republic gets rid of some people, it'll be great for me to come back. <laughs> and then Joe, like, they're sort of outside, so Joe opens, his, opens the door and he goes, uh, this is my doctor's office. Step out. <laughs> and he like, walks, steps, goes back in. But like, Mikkel's so mad. Yeah, because Mikkel's standing in front of, like, the shop booth. And so Mikkel's like, um, did you tell Leva that I was working at that red carpet event? And Joe's like, when I found out you were only promoting it, that you were one of the leaders of a huge event that was, like, at other clubs. <laughs> I mean, if I had my kids, you just starve them to death with that move, bro. You literally have tried to destroy Republic, and no one destroys Republic, okay? And Mikkel's like... Um, you sound a little threatened, like a little jealous, like sound a little threatened, a little jealous. It's funny because like, remember how I said you sound a little jealous, but then I said sound a little threatened too. And like, um, match my table sales. How about that? Match my table sales. How about that? Match my table sales. How about that? You sell 10,000 tables. You let me know. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. It says you sell a $10,000 table. Oh, please. None of you have sold a $10,000. What the fuck is going on at this club that people are paying $10,000? So I don't buy it. Yeah. So Jeva's like, Jeva. Joe is like, it's Leva's birthday. So walk away before I cook you out. I have to be a car now. And <laughs> Mikhail's like, then work then. So, of course, Mikhail's like, jealous. He's like, so jealous of me. He's like, so jealous. You know, and then like, I'm like, Leva, what do you. You not see what type of person you're putting in power? You're putting a dictator in power. You're putting in Napoleon Dynamite. And the producer's like, do you mean Napoleon Bonaparte? And he's like, no, Dynamite. Wait, who's the short little guy with the power thing? What's his name? They're like, Bonaparte. Wait, he's the Bonaparte too? So wait, Napoleon Bonaparte is a Bonaparte? So he's black. <laughs> <laughs> Just really taking Vanderpump rules and making it look like the news hour on PBS. So, um, so now Will, Will the, the, the boy man, is talking to Mikkel and he's like, um, I'm confused as to why you're so surprised that Joe's mad. And then TJ's next to him. So TJ's like, I'm going to be the supreme gay here, so I'm going to fight with the other gay. He's like, I don't get it either at all. It was like a live stream of all the other clubs and not here that night. And Mikkel's like, but I brought – you know, no, you're missing the point. You're promoting another club, and we work here. And I don't care that you're up the street. Like, shut the fuck up. Don't serve his ass anymore. That is it. Supreme gay. I win. <laughs> so then Grace is talking to Bradley, and she's like, um, yeah. So, like, my vibe is, like, gratitude. Because, like, I'm a Taurus, and I take my friendships very seriously. So, like, whatever happened between Maddie and I, like, I don't want to believe that she would turn on me again. He's like, oh, my God, gratitude why is, is she talking vibration. to me? <laughs> so so now Maddie's heading out. She's trying to head out to go hang out with Trevor real quick. And Joe's like, where are you going? Where are you going to go? Like, who are you meeting up with? And she goes, 
um, I'm meeting up with Trevor real quick at the cocktail club. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but like, first of all, isn't it funny that someone was so unoriginal that they named their club the cocktail club? <laughs> also, <laughs> you're, so you're going to Trevor with the cocktail club? And he goes, yeah. Okay. Be careful with him. Uh and he's like, so she, so she's saying bye to Joe, and he's like, just be careful with him, you know. And he's like, how did this happen? How did this happen? I think I just waited too long to like make a move, and I'm wearing a doctor's outfit, and I feel like a clown. And she cracks up, and he's like, just like be careful tonight. But you crushed it the way you held that sign. That was amazing. <laughs> so then, um, Will gives Joe a drink to be like, "Hey, man!" And then they show this random, very long shot of Emma in the kitchen just eating a piece of cake. <laughs> Emmy, I should say, she's just eating. It's like B-roll of her just eating a cake. Like, well, surely this will not be on the show. I mean, nothing's <laughs> happening here. I'm just eat this slice of cake while no one's looking at me. <laughs> so Will and Joe have a talk, and Will's like, "Come on, man, you can't cry about it. Shoot your shot, bro." So then we go over to Bourbon and Bubbles, and Wait, no, no, uh, no, 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 hmm? because Joe, because Joe's, you know, Joe does this whole thing about like for the first time ever, I'm afraid to shoot my shot, and Will's saying like, "You got to follow your heart." And then we see Maddie going off with Trevor, and Maddie is like, oh, yeah. she gets <laughs> into a bike taxi that Trevor is driving. <laughs> It's not like they get into like a little cute ba- bike. Ta- and by bike taxi, I mean like there's a bike and there's like a little wagon attached. It's almost like a rickshaw. It's like a it's like or like a handsome cab, except it's like except in this case, Trevor the bike. Yeah, <laughs> like they're not even together. So this is what he does, which is fine, which is fine. But like, um, you know, they're really they're really trying. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know about this. Well, one, they're Maddie. acting like this prince came in and stole Cinderella, and they cut out, and he's like, "Yeah, you want to go somewhere?" It's like the dude's like farting on you as he drives, you know. <laughs> so then we go to Bourbon and Bubbles, and Grace is like, "Oh my God, ladies, you look amazing coming to Bourbon and Bubbles. Gotta make them feel special. Gotta make them feel special." So Emmy is like, um. Hey, I closed out at a table that was 1800. We're eating good tonight. And Maddie's like, Well, listen, we have people that need a table, so we need seven people. Is that cool, uh, Grace? Is that cool? She's like, Yeah, just come on over. Just walk on up. She goes, Okay, I'm going to walk on up, and I've got seven people for a table. Okay, sounds great. Just come on up. So she's like, Hey, I'm here for Grace. And they're like, uh, Grace isn't here. <laughs> she's yeah. like, she's gone. I just got off the phone with her, and I said I was walking up. And he goes, yeah, we've heard nothing about that. Grace isn't here. Yeah, Grace on that phone call never indicated that she wasn't there. So now it's the next day. <laughs> it's just like this really quick but pivotal scene. And so now it's the next day, and um, the girls are hanging out poolside. It's like Emmy and Lucia. And so Grace shows up. She's like, woohoo! beautiful women and then she like walks up and she starts twerking this is like the thing that is afflicting bravo these days probably society at large which is like very stiff white girls trying to say that they can twerk (laughs) so she goes booty booty i have this cute little birthmark it looks like a strawberry but it also kind of looks like south carolina you know what i'm saying (laughs) 
So then Maddie comes in, and uh, Emmy's like, yeah, yesterday was a real long fucking day. And Grace says, yeah, well, love is calling. Hi, queen. Hi, queen. Hey, queen, I'm with Maddie and Lucia at the pool. And I was like, um, yeah, well, Maddie told me that you left early, and they brought people down to, like, a bobbles and boots and bubbles and whiskey. So, like, what was that about? She's like, oh. You know what? I had such a huge migraine on account of all the soul searching. God, I was searching for my soul, and I banged my head right up in the middle <laughs> of a person interpersonal wall. God, it hurts. So, you know, it was hard. I was searching for my soul so hard, I hit my head real hard, and I couldn't even find a hole. <laughs> and you know then I was soul searching and hole searching. It's a lot of searching. You know when they say you hit an emotional wall? I hit an emotional wall with my hand. It was hurting so bad. God, having a genetic explosion, one of the problems of a very thin skull. Yeah, so I wasn't in the proper headspace to make a proper sale, so I thought it was important for me to get some sleep. And Love was like, okay, let's, like, have a chat, because, like, I don't like employees being in the business of other employees, so that's kind of a riddle. So if you figure out what that means, come to my office at some point. Bye. <laughs> so then Grace goes, there's the hang-up, and Grace is like, God, I'm a little confused. Like, why did you tell Leva that I wasn't there? I mean, I wish you could have told me, like, hey, you need to come back now. I don't care where you are. I don't care where you're driving. I don't care what kind of migraine that you're suffering from because you worked so hard. You got a migraine from it. It's just not a good look that you're not here. Why couldn't you do that for me? <laughs> Maddie's like, um, you do have problems from your past, like, you know, having commitment or like showing up or addition or you know like keeping your eyelashes on you know and like you need to like make sure you're not copping out and like that you're not using excuses you know what i mean like you need to like follow through with things and grace is all mad she's like um my intentions are never to be negative they are always pure and that's why i'm having a problem with this right now <laughs> yeah but like i want to know that when i walk seven ugly people up there that I haven't just wasted my time with seven ugly people. All you have to do is be there and smiling. You're like, all you have to do is follow through. And now Grace is crying. She's like, it's just so hard for me to make people happy. It's not fair. Hashtag not fair. Hashtag. Hashtag jealous. Hashtag not fair vibe. <laughs> and that was that was actually the end. That was the cliffhanger. Will Grace wow. ever find out how to make people happy? Those seven homely ladies didn't even have anybody to compliment their eye gems. <laughs> Get it together, Grace. Uh, so it's so funny. Oh my god. I hope you know. Oh, what a piece of crap, it. man. I can't wait to watch this for ten years. I know. I, I, I hope people give it a fair shot because it's 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 ridiculous. It's a good yeah. ridiculous show. And I think we need a ridiculous, ridiculous show. Yeah, well, I liked it. Hope y'all check it out. Um, we will be back later this week with some Below Deck adventure, some Below Deck other kind of Below Deck, some Below Deck cereal, you know, which is a Below Deck that takes place in the cereal bowl. Below Deck Republic? Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> Below Deck and Bobbles. Um, so thank you so much for being here, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. 
Dana do? Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors, the incredible edible Matthew sisters. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. She's not harsh, she's Jill Hirsch. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Undo your fasteners, it's Erin Kastner. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrimp.